Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I just want to quickly mention one of our partners, Modern Texas Living, and to remind everyone that the summer issue is still out on the stands. And even though school might be right around the corner, it's still going to be feeling like summer for quite a while. And there's some great summer recipes in there and a great story about one of our local families. So pick up one or check out the magazine online at moderntexasliving.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to Wake Up Famous Podcast. Girls night. Um, we it's just me and Ashley, and I don't I don't think it's ever happened. Which is kind of insane. It is, and, and I, I was trying to think even back to like, you know, the house days. Yeah, I like don't season one? No. I, yeah. No. It that's was really weird. That's that's very strange. Well, here we are, the pillars of our podcast. <laughs> That's so true. I think I, I think when you told me that Dylan wouldn't be here, I'd be like, um, or what were we talking about? And I was like, it's okay. So you and I'll do X, Y, Z, and Dylan will sit there and look pretty. Great. Exactly. Granted, before in season one, he didn't sit there and look pretty. No. He edited everything. He has it. Yeah. He He's has earned a, his. He has the cush part now. He just shows his up. Plates. And honestly, he would, he would probably rather be here. Absolutely. So, anyways, here He's, we are. He's sad boy. Sad boy. Um, Ashley. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy morning to pre-make decaf espresso martinis for this specific event. I don't know why I felt like I needed one, but I did. And I, I, I just walked in and they were here and I'm stoked about it. You know, the first time I did this, we were playing golf and I brought them. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I hadn't done it since, which is kind of weird. Well, okay. I did tell the girls at work because someone had asked um, to go get happy hour and they were like let's go get an espresso martini i said Mm-mm, i do not have an espresso martini until october 20th <laughs> <laughs> that's so true so it's our it's our hot chocolate yeah so i uh you know whatever times times call for it but what uh what coffee did your non-coffee did you use you're saying what possessed you to do that no no, no no i no. don't know <laughs> um i used those Starbucks, which is very oh. weird because I never use Starbucks. I am a local yeah. or where I've traveled to grab yeah. a coffee kind of gal, bad but, coffee. But you did decaf? I did decaf. Okay, okay. Because you're not sleeping. I brought you <laughs> no, something to try for that, and it is illegal. It is supplements, and I brought you the bottle so you could read it, but I want you to go home with two nights worth to see if it helps because hey, I love this. I've been off the stuff that's helping me sleep, mm-hmm. and I was struggling, and then I started taking this, and it's like a beautiful deep sleep but not groggy i need it three weeks to kick off guys 
It's oh not it. God, no. It's not no. it. So I want you to try those. <laughs> um, I got them from my new doctor, which speaking of that liaison into something that we need to tell our people is something that you just did this last whole month. I know. And, and so a half. it's like such a blessing because Mr. Dylan doesn't have any health issues. So oh, Whitley yeah. and I are going to talk about our health issues this whole <laughs> podcast. Get, Get ready. Welcome. <laughs> Fun times. <laughs> This is 35 and however old you are, because I never remember. <laughs> 31? Wow. Younger, younger than me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Also, I just need everyone to know that Whitley has her shorts unbuttoned and it's the funniest <laughs> thing on the planet. And all the girls out there that have worn denim all summer <laughs> feel this so hard. Okay. And what, what's really sad, and I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there, um, before we went on our Florida Keys trip... So the end of May, I was in a size two sizes smaller than what oh I'm wearing right now and now have unbuttoned. Listen, I feel <laughs> so. that so hard. I sent you a picture the other day and I was like, well, tried to put these overalls on, which to be clear, I am wearing overalls tonight. I only <laughs> own two pairs of overalls. I hardly ever wear them. But for whatever reason, I was like, oh, I'm going to wear my black overalls. Nope. No, Can't you weren't. even put them over my hips. Nope. Love I, that for me. At some point, I'm like, at what point do bones expand? Because I'm like, this isn't like... <laughs> like, I don't look that fluffy. I don't... I, it, on the scale, like, yeah, it's moved, but it's not like... I mean, do bones move? I don't understand how it works. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyways, but I did... I... What did I say? My denim shorts. Ashley thought I said dinner shorts. Dinner. And I'm like, yeah, honestly, and I'm like, that, that's, that's appropriate. A, These are my dinner shorts. I will. I do have to go to dinner after this, and I there's no way I can sit. You just can't sit unless I'm laying down. So <laughs> you we'll look be, very cute. Though. We'll be unbuttoned. Hashtag dinner shorts. I have on my golden goose, my fake golden goose. <laughs> Oh my is that even a thing? Meanwhile, I have Vans and overalls on. You have I, a red ruffled okay. shirt on okay. and golden yes. goose. So what's funny is. I do not feel like myself. Oh, that's I'm going funny. to dinner after we record tonight, and I just didn't have a dress that I wanted to wear, but I like this color Oh, shirt, it's a great color. But I have ruffle tank top sleeves, and I have on leopard fake golden goose sneakers. I feel like I shopped in someone else's closet, so it's funny that you pointed that out because I definitely don't feel like my norm. Honestly, <laughs> everything looks normal except your shoes. Yeah. Because leopard, you're not a leopard gal. I'm not. Robin Dooley? Robin Dooley? Oh. Whitley's Honestly, got some shoes for you. Yes, absolutely. And these are actually a pretty good fake little. I mean, they're goose, cute. But they're no, just they're not fine. Like it's just not. You, you know, when you wear. put something on and you're like, I, I feel different. I tell you guys that every time you are like, <clears throat> wear this, yeah. and I'm like, I would look like an asshole. In <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I would walk weird. Like I would just feel like what? Yeah, I. And it's funny because. I feel like I, I see other people with like the really girly, um, the girly styles and like the shop buddy love dresses. And I'm like, those are so pretty. I like, I love the colors. I love the the look of that. I would put it on and take it off. Yeah, I it can't doesn't translate. I can't do it. My suitcase right now is packed for we're going to Austin this weekend. And I almost took a video of it. It is black and olive, <laughs> one tan and yes. a pair of lace up flat black sandals a pair of maroon vans and tevas yep, yep. <laughs> so that's what i'm saying i just feel very outside of my box right now but it's fine i'm not complaining well, it it's looks just very cute it's okay styles are interesting and when you step outside of it you know anyways okay let's go back okay okay so let's let's rewind because i think it's really important that we also talk about the length of time that it took for your situation to happen yeah 
So, okay. As I have taken many of you along on my cancer journey and now um, one year cancer free, which we really didn't announce because now you'll know why. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we just kind of skimmed over that because I thought we were going to jinx things. Um, So every six months I will continue to get um, some sort of imaging done. And June 27th, I elected to do an MRI. It's been on the books for a long time. I elected to do it. MRIs show a ton more than a mammogram or an ultrasound ever will. And I had never had one done Um, because I'm still considered high risk because I developed breast cancer at such a young age. um, I have to do screening every six months, imaging of some sort for five years. So fast forward. June 27th comes around, and um, my one-year cancer-free is July 14th, by the way. So June 27th comes around, and I'm up for my imaging, and I go to my MRI. and um, Which you had to beg for. Yeah, had to beg for it. Um, luckily, the way that my doctor ordered it, it got covered because I'm high risk. Um, but even then, it wasn't guaranteed. So I was kind of rolling the dice, which also was crazy because – Insurance wouldn't tell me until five days before the dang it's thing so if it was going to be yeah. approved or not. So yeah. I was like, well, whatever. We'll just Could you I guess question, I'll figure it out. I'm sure, this, I'm sure I know the answer, but c- MRIs are a ridiculous amount of money. Ridiculous. If you were someone who could pay for that, you could just do it then, right? Insurance mm-hmm. or no? Yeah. Okay. Could. But you it's could. just like, that's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they'll put you on a payment plan, but Lord. For the rest of your life. What, my shots I get every 20 You days, could never get a house. To suppress yeah. my ovaries are $500 a pop for yeah. the next five years, once a month. So, no. you know, you, you rack up quite the bill. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you is, go, you, you, know. you and your mom load up and go down there. So we load up and we go down there. Did she I'm, go with you the first time? Yeah. Okay. I know nothing about an MRI. Um, they don't tell you anything. Um, it wasn't my favorite experience, but turns out... A lot of things were wrong mm. that I didn't know because obviously I didn't know any different. Um, so um, step one, they put an IV in my arm and it burns a little bit. I've had many an IV in my arm and I'm like, um, they're like, do you, does it, does it burn? And I'm like, I can't decide because I have a pretty high pain tolerance and I'm like, I can't decide if this is just like. A normal burn because you stuck a needle in my arm right. or like it's really burning. You felt like the medicine was burning? It wasn't even medicine oh. at that point. Oh, okay. Um, so okay. they're like flushing it with saline, ugh, which ugh. gave me a lot of PTSD because they I used might to do that out to of my this chair. port and I could feel it in my mouth. Ugh. Yeah. No. Anyway, so I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure it's good. And then I can hear them talking and they're like flushing again. They're like, still good? And I'm like, um, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so they're like, okay, it's going to be really loud in there. You have to remain super still for 30 minutes. If you move, it's going to mess up <laughs> the imaging. Like, don't even take a deep breath. I'm like, mm, oh. Don't breathe. Stop breathing for 30 minutes. It's okay. Fine. Like, people really do this successfully? <laughs> like, I follow the rules. I'm a good rule follower. Um, And even I'm having an issue with the, like, not taking a deep breath. So, anyway, I'm laying there. I'm not moving. And they're like, we'll put headphones on you and we'll talk you the whole way through. They're going to shoot contrast in your IV at some point we'll let you know blah 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 again don't move and we're gonna put your favorite music on what do you want to listen to I think I chose Randy Rogers and um so they put the headphones on me 
I can't even hear the music. I can't hear anything they're saying because the machine's so loud. Even I don't know the if headphones? they didn't like turn it up. And so oh I'm gosh. so scared to death to even take like yeah. a deep breath. So I don't even want to talk to tell them like, it's really loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I just start, you know, calming myself. And then about halfway through this dang thing, they must have shot the contrast and didn't tell me. And my whole arm is on fire and my thumb goes From numb. the inside. Yeah. yeah. So I squeeze the ball, which they said, squeeze this if you yeah. like have an issue and need to come out. Yeah. Squeeze it. Something I would never, ever do. And they're like, the burning goes away. So I don't respond. And they're like, Ashley, are you good? Ashley, are you good? And I just said, yes. <laughs> because I knew that if I pulled out when the contrast yeah. goes in, they have to start the whole thing over yeah. and reschedule it. And you're so trying like, to not. You're trying I'm to get fine. it done. Yeah. I'm fine. I just want to make sure my arm wasn't going to fall off and I was having a reaction. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they pull me out. So glad it's over. The little lab tech, she's like, oh my gosh, let me show you what your images look like. They look so good. Like, I don't think you need to worry about anything. They're not, they never do that. No, they're not supposed to. It's like big no-no. And maybe she thought like, oh, because she didn't see, like, I mean, I get if she was trying to be helpful, but that's also why they're not supposed to do that because they're, yeah. So I left feeling really good and I'm like approaching Hearn, Texas on the way home and my oncologist calls and he's like, Hey Ashley. And I answer the phone all confidence. I'm like, Hey, and he's like, so, um, did she read you the report or anything? And I was like, yeah, she said it looked all good. And he just pauses and I was Mm. like, Oh no. And he's like, well, they saw something in your opposite breast. And I just like like, my heart sunk. Of course they did. He was like, so you're going to have to come back and do ultrasound and biopsy. And I'm like, okay. So the anxiety has risen. I am like Googling all the things, whatever. My ultrasound is scheduled. I don't even remember. Two weeks later, maybe. So I go in for the ultrasound thinking, okay, we're doing the biopsy. She's going to do the ultrasound. If the ultrasound sees something, they're going to tell me. And then they'll determine if they have to do a biopsy. But everyone's telling me, yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Well, come to find out, I don't even know why they didn't just schedule an MRI biopsy. They knew it was super small. Um, they found it on the ultrasound, but it was too small to do the biopsy. So now we got to <sighs> schedule another MRI with biopsy. So I think I waited another week, went down for an MRI biopsy. And mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is, I'm going to call him out. This is MD Anderson. I mean, yeah, this is MD like Anderson. who people are like. I should skip a step and go to MD Anderson. Yeah, best of the best, best of the best. Well, you know, depending on the day, sometimes you don't get the best of the best. So that was my day with the MRI biopsy. I got there. um, My biopsy started at 1. I check in at noon. We left Waco at like 9. So I ate breakfast, had a smoothie, drove down there, ate a granola bar. When we got there, they take me back. They start to put my IV in. And the lady misses the vein, Mm. which rarely happens for me. Um, And she starts poking around. And I have had a I get a shot, a giant shot every 28 days. I've had a million IVs. They don't make me queasy. Um, (laughs) My doctor comes out. She's talking to me. And I'm like, I think I'm going to pass out. Bam. Pass out. There you went. There There I go. And you're not a passer outer. I'm not a passer outer. So I'm out. I come to, my mom's there. I have now totally um, scared her half to death. 
And I'm like, well, I don't know what that was about. I don't think I ate enough. Maybe I had had my shot the day before. I don't know. Perfect storm of her missing the vein. And I'm like, so we can still do this though, right? Because <laughs> I'm so yeah. anxious. Um, and they're like, uh, no. Because if you pass out in the MRI, we can't get to you fast enough. And she starts to like tell me a story. Like I think she's going to tell me a bad situation that has happened. And she immediately is like, never mind. Uh, just know that it's not good. And I'm like, cool, say less. Um, we'll reschedule. So it's about a month, almost like a month later, I swear, that I get this MRI biopsy. Uh, it was, okay, so they had originally told you July 27th. And this yeah, was, yeah, this the 25th. was June 20th, right? And we're like, are you kidding me? How are they going to do that? <laughs> yeah. That's a month. Da, yeah. da, da, da. And then you're like, you know, you were like being your own fighter. And you're like, okay, got it moved to July 12th. And we're like, perfect. And then it still ended up being yeah. Yeah. almost the 27th. Really weird. So Really weird. So... Anyway, I go down for the biopsy and I am like <laughs> zenning myself out. Zen. I'm like, we are not going to pass out this time. We are getting this done. Um, what a crazy experience. So they put you in the MRI. It, By the way, completely different experience. Had the A-team. Yeah. Like she's checking my IV. It They shoot the contrast this time. I don't even feel it. So I told them that, and they were like, yeah, they they had your IV wrong then, which I'm like, what? What? Oh, my so, God. So very validating that I did react the way I reacted because I should have. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. great team this go around. Um, I go in and get an MRI. What they do is, like, I lay face down, um, and there's an opening, um, my mm. like, below my chest and then they come in through the side and like stick this giant like drill vacuum thing in the spot pull out some tissue that they're gonna go test and long story short well actually there's another total caveat to this story so I'm waiting they tell me three to five days from now I'll get the results well day five rolls around at like 4 p.m and it's a Friday and I still don't have the results and I start group texting the friends and everybody. And I'm like, still, because everyone's texting me like, so, so everyone's on pins and needles with me. My little army made of lightning army. Yes. And um, I'm like, okay, I'm going to call. I'm going to call up there. I never do that because there's my chart where they'll just message you. And I kept yeah. checking my chart. We were all going to call. <laughs> you were all going to call. <laughs> Rob and Julie's going to drive down there. <laughs> We're uh, like, how many <laughs> Ashley Futures voices do you think they'll believe? <laughs> so I end up calling and the sweet lady that answers the phone, she's like, okay, tell me your name and your um, medical record number. So I tell her all this and she's like, the results are in. I can't read them to you. And I'm like, what? What? She was like, let me get a note to your doctor. She calls me back and she's like, your doctor? On vacation. <laughs> on vacation. Which, are they always on vacation? Because, <laughs> like, you, everyone goes to have a baby and their doctor's on vacation. Right. So, I'm like, so how long have these results <laughs> been sitting there that I've been, like, losing Five sleep days. all week? And um, she's like, so I ran and found a doctor that gave me permission to read you the results. Which have a great weekend. You are all clear. And I'm like, praise the Lord. Bless it all. <laughs> Bless it. So 
they ended up telling you what it, or you figured out what it was though, because it is, there is something that exists in yes. that spot. And I actually just went um, to my oncologist yesterday for my <laughs> monthly shot locally. Oh, did, was it fine? Yeah. Okay, good. And he was like, he was like, yeah, I'm reading this and you have a, I don't know how to say it. Hema genoma mm. or something that starts with a I don't know. Let me just tell you, it is like <clears throat> 0.4% of people so weird. have this. And he was like, that's very rare. Oh yeah. You said you were probably born with it, right? Yeah. And so it's essentially a cluster of like blood vessels that show up as a mass and I've had it since birth, but they never scan that side of my body, which also, if anyone has to go through this demand that they scan that like the opposite side of your body as well. Because all I kept thinking is if I have to go through this a second time because we didn't originally just scan everything, I'm going to lose it. So, because this thing we knew had been there, regardless of what it was, mass, whatever this thing is, a cluster of blood vessels, it had been there for a while. Masses don't just like pop up like that at that size within (coughs) a year or whatever. So anyway... But, you know, here's the thing. Moral of the story. If they... Uh, I keep having to clear my throat because somehow alcohol makes me clear my throat. <laughs> <clears throat> if they would have scanned you a year before that when yep. you would originally asked or a year and a half, they would have seen that. They would have figured it out. Yep. Which is what's astonishing to me. And I get that they tested your lymph node during surgery and whatnot and it, ha- it wasn't in there and that's all whatever. But, like, if you're asking for a scan... I yes. don't understand why they don't like give I'm it to willing you. to pay for it. Just order You're it like, up. I just want to see the rest of my body because I currently have cancer. Yes. Please give like, me something, you know? So everyone advocate for yourself. I cannot oh say God. it enough, which is a perfect segue into what Whitley's journey <laughs> has entailed. Okay. Yes. And my journey is not as scary as cancer. That's, it's not, it's never I a know, competition. Everyone I, no, has no, their no. shit. I know that. I know that. I know that. But um, it's actually very ironic that I just had COVID again because I feel like um, COVID in, in November of 2020 kind of started a lot of things for me. I don't want to say started everything because I've struggled with multiple things. Yeah. Really as long as I can remember probably since being a teenager. But, um, after I had COVID in 2020, I don't really think I've talked about this on the podcast, so I'm not going to, but I'm not going to go into super detail just cause it's long. Um, COVID 2020 was very, very sick. Um, never really felt the same after. And I'm like mm-hmm. currently having to fill out this whole thing for a new functional medicine doctor that I'm seeing. And it really makes, honestly, thank God I have somewhat of the memory that I have. Oh, I'm yeah. having to recruit my mom. I'm like, mom, what kind of health issues did you have? What kind of life stress or trauma or family right? trauma? Did you have silver fillings? I'm having to ask my mom all this stuff. Yeah. I'm glad that at least I can remember some things that have happened like in the last 20 years. Um, but, um, so whenever I got asked a question, like, when was the last time you felt good? Anyone that has been friends with me for more than 10 years or any family member knows that I've had struggles. Right. But if I say, if there's a line in the sand of when I felt when a different feeling started happening, it was after COVID 2020. So I just kind of go off that. Things are like um, exacerbated. Totally. So I struggled with that for like six or seven months. Finally went to a different um, facility that's more specialty, not a functional or integrative medicine 
um, just kind of took the first step in getting some other tests. That's when I found out I had autoimmune, I have Hashimoto's, yada, yada. Did not expect that. I walked, I <laughs> walked into that appointment having done labs, thinking she was going to tell me my estrogen was off or my, yeah. proje- you know, all this stuff. Right. And then she's like, oh, we have Hashimoto's. And I'm like, I only know the name of that. I know nothing about like, <laughs> right. what do you mean? Have I, like what? So that was like shock. So then I accept that information. I start medicine. I start feeling better. It's all good and well. And then really, I mean, January, I kind of start going back downhill. I'm eating really, really well. There is someone local in town who I do her nutrition program. She has absolutely changed my life for the better. So I was doing that for a few months. Loved the way I looked. Loved the way I felt. Got off in the summer. You know, I drink a (laughs) lot of seltzers at the lake and then eat a lot of fried stuff after. So um, anyways, that's my own fault. But... My anxiety and depression, weirdly enough, is the thing that started creeping back in. I do not want to sit here and say I'm a depressed person. I think that's a very, uh, I never want to like use that word loosely. It's more of like a functional depressed and maybe on Wednesday I'm fine, you know, but maybe on Sunday night I'm not good or, you know, it's just like it really was affecting me. So I knew that like my issues weren't solved from Mm -hmm. the thyroid medicine and all that. So I finally really pull the trigger and make an appointment with a functional medicine doctor. I'm going to do full disclosure and let people know that um, it's not covered by insurance, which I don't have anyway. It's not covered by insurance. Um, I definitely saved my pennies for it. Um, I'm trying to not put anything on a credit card. But um, I am currently going through that journey. So I don't know the results yet. I just got my blood taken yesterday, which uh, let me tell you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you texted me after I was like, Oh no. Um, in high school I was anemic. I think randomly I'm not anymore. And I think it's because I changed my diet once I got into like my early twenties. But I, the second time in my life that I had my blood drawn, I think I was 16. I, I passed out. Um, my, I think my dad came, I don't know if I'm confusing times. Someone carried me to my mother's car <laughs> because I was 16 and still needed my mom to go with me to doctor's appointments because I was terrified. Sure. So needles are not my friend. Yes, I get my lips done. I've gotten over the needle fear, whatever. It's fine. But <laughs> yesterday <laughs> they took nine or 10 oh, vials of blood. That's a lot. Which freaked me out because she had told me in our initial meeting, which the doctor is wonderful, shocked me for an hour and a half, family history, my own history. Um, but she had said like, we're going to, we're going to take some blood, you know? And I'm like, oh, great. So we're being thorough. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I get there and the girls are so nice and they're both like, we had getting our blood taken. We're good at, we're good at taking it. Not good at getting it taken. And I'm like, okay, we're all in the same boat. (laughs) I was like, I'm not, I'm fine. I'm not going to pass out or anything. Like that's not happened in, you know, 15 years. So I'm sitting there. You're you're thinking about me the whole time. You're like, whoa, (laughs) Ashley just, I'm just like, I'm just thinking about like. Ashley just passed out. Erica hates needles and she's had a baby. And I was like, okay, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Nine vials, whatever. It's all so quick. That needle was in my arm for like eight and a half minutes. (laughs) And then, and the girl was super good. Like, I mean, super, super, like did not hurt anything. Felt like it was probably a small needle. Yeah. But then like, you know, she's having to change out yep. the oh, vials, the you know, and I'm like, You're like now don't move it. I'm don't very aware move it. that the needle yeah. is in the middle of my arm. Don't you jam that vial up on that needle. Mm-mm. So <laughs> I was still fine. Apparently the last three vials were a different type of vial. 
and oh, they no. don't fill up as fast. Oh no. <laughs> You're like, is the vein still working? Do I have blood left? <laughs> yeah. Can I drive home? Yeah. And TMI had also started my time of the month that oh, day. Oh my. So I'm like, am God. I going to be okay? Like, do I need to go drink some beet juice? I don't know. So <laughs> I'm sitting there. And I'm good. And they're like checking on me. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm great. Like, you you're so juice. good at this. <laughs> and uh, at one point I was like, is that the last vial? And she was like, yep, almost done. And I was like, mm, I think I can tell. <laughs> you're like, mm, you don't want to tell me it's not. <laughs> Got it. No, it was. Oh, okay. So I'm sure it was a bit mental. But I think also, like, I've never had that much blood taken out of my That's body. That's a lot. So... Like I said, they're girls. That I think I think they're around my age, and um, they were like, "Do you need the fan?" I was like, "Maybe." <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. they bring me the fan. They bring me some water, and I'm just like sitting there. I don't pass out. I and I never was gonna like throw up. You just feel faint, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I sat there for about five minutes with the fan and with the water, and I was like, "Okay, I can do this." So, <laughs> anyways, I have to wait till September 15th, which is fine because I have to do other home tests. Yeah. So you're on have, a whole journey. I am on a journey. Are you doing and one I'm, of the cleanses? Yet? Okay. So I just did the liver cleanse and detox, which honestly I can tell. Nice. I feel better. Um, I'm done with that tomorrow. And then we're going to Austin this weekend. And so I'm just <laughs> so going to wait till Monday. I'm going to re wait till Monday. I'm doing a yeast cleanse. Now listen. That's very interesting to me. Cause that's what was wrong with my gut right. way back. So I know that probably a lot of you don't understand what the yeast is. I'm not going to go into that because I'm also not a scientist, but your gut can have a yeast overgrowth. Yeah, I had leaky gut because of oh, it. Oh yeah. And they so, ran a million tests, but a holistic doctor caught exactly. it. Exactly. So that's, that's essentially what she is pretty much assuming that's that I great. have. But I got to do a poop test. Yeah. And you know what that means? That doesn't mean that I go into the comfort <laughs> in the anonymous doctor's office and have a comfy, cozy, you know, elevator music bathroom no. and just, you know, go in a little. No, I got to do this myself. Yep. <laughs> so let me just tell you how much dignity is going to be left in me <laughs> after that, okay? <laughs> but. I gotta do all that. So It'll be so worth we're it. on a journey. I think it's gonna take me well into the holiday season, getting yeah. it all under control. <sighs> but you will have so many answers though. I'll have so many answers. And, and you'll know that you like literally tried and tested the everything. whole gamut. And everything. you can get to the root of it. Root of it. And I do have to do a hormone test too, which is gonna be very interesting because it's a different and because I know what I know about you mm -hmm. and your cancer stuff, the the hormone test that I'm going to be doing that I've never done before um, is very interesting to me. Um, TMI, if you're a guy, but it has to be done on like a certain day of your cycle during the month. Yeah. Um, so I have to, I need to like get that test ordered because it's like <laughs> a three day window. Um, and you like, you, you're, it's like a urine test, but it's four times a day. And she will be able to see, um, I learned this. That as women, our bodies detox estrogen. Mm -hmm. If you are a girl, like pretty much me and everyone else that I'm friends with, um, and probably way more people, don't have regular potty times, your body's not detoxing your estrogen enough. Yep. So the urine test will say how much good estrogen, which we need. Yeah. How much medium estrogen, which is like annoying for PMS, and mm -hmm. how much bad estrogen, like cancer, et cetera, yep. my body has. Um, and that's like good to know. Absolutely. So, but it's one of those things where 
you know, I unfortunately, and I really don't like this, but I feel like it's just the, I'm just like kind of like a product of my circumstance here or whatever victim of my circumstance. Like I don't like, I don't know what use I have for a normal conventional primary care situation because I feel like all of my symptoms and all of my yeah. yells for help went so under the radar for like the last 15 years even, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, my thyroid was tested, but it wasn't right. Hey, my stomach, uh, issues are not stress, you know? Right. Hey, my anxiety, why do I have anxiety? Mm-hmm. Like you don't just. You don't just it's have, like you know, band-aid fixes. Yeah. Like here, take some medicine, which Medi- is like, no, I medicine don't want to do this. Medicine this for six going, different things. This is going to lead to another issue. Exactly. And so I'm not discrediting those people, but I do think that if you are having, especially as a woman, if you're having issues that no one seems to help and is getting band-aided by, you know, conventional pharmacy medication, and I'm not a freak, I'm not over here like burning sage and rubbing oils all over the place right like i understand like i will take medicine but let's like get down to the root of it right and that's the thing is like i will probably be on some sort of thyroid medicine for a long time but my goal is to not just keep upping upping it every six months until the day that i die i'm 30 years 31 years old you know like well not solely relying on the medicine no you know there are a million other things that you can do environmentally diet whatever nutrition that like can help and it's like okay so you have so you have autoimmune why right like why is it acceptable to just say you have this and not why do you have this and there's actually something we could go down deeper to fix that actually will remedy that part too right so it's the same thing that you said like you have to advocate for yourself Mm -hmm. and I know not everyone's in a position to pay for functional medicine and you know all that which I'm like barely in a position I'm like do I get a second job does anyone need a (laughs) DJ I don't like what do I need to do so I'm like literally like turrowing my car out you know to just like (laughs) help but anyways it's all fine I'm fortunate to be in the position I'm in to be able to at least save to pay for it but yeah you just gotta fight for yourself and if you if you don't feel like someone's finding something or that what you've been given to help whatever your issue is is not, is is working. You got to go further. Yes, and be persistent. Like they yeah. they might tell you no, and you just keep asking. Um, you know, it, you just mentioned something that's very interesting. So, um, what some people don't know is that my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer shortly after I finished treatment, which is wild. wild. I had the genetic <clears throat> testing done. I do not carry the gene. My grandmother who had breast cancer later in life does not carry the gene. And so when I just visited my oncologist, my mom came with me because I went through treatment here um, during COVID. So no one could come to any of my um, appointments with me. So my mom's like, I, I kind of want to meet your doctor. And I was yeah. like, yeah, cool. Come on. And so this this last Wednesday, she came with me and um, we got to talking and I said, oh, yeah, this is my mom. This is who had breast cancer right after me. And he was like, you know what? I want to pull up a chart. And he actually like started a family chart. Oh, wow. And that's started great. looking into my genetic tests. Your doctor here in Waco, though? Uh-huh. OK, cool. And he was like, you know, I know that your genetic testing said this and I know that your grandmother said this he said and it's probably a gene we don't know about yet exactly he there's said, no way it's not and something. what's interesting is a lot of times what we can tr- 
somehow sometimes trace it back to not all the time sometimes that if if these women don't carry the gene but it's coming like grandma mother granddaughter and aunt um, too right mm -hmm. yeah and aunt sometimes it's environmental and it's Mm. like they can trace it back to like a similar environmental situation that they grew up in wow that it's coming from which is super crazy yeah to think about but you were in their same environment for the first 12 years right that's I mean that's I feel like that's a, a significant enough amount of time. Yeah, it's it's and stuff gets passed down in genes. That's why that's yeah. why this doctor wants to know my mom's stuff. Right. My, exactly. When doctor, you said the like yes. filling stuff, I was like, oh yeah, they're like digging to see where this they are. Started. Think about it. Your mother having mercury fillings and then carrying you mm-hmm. can affect you. So like that it that and and that's what I'm saying. Like in all the times you know we've talked about you know, you in the last while and like even your mom for people that I talk to about it, you know, they're like, oh, the BRCA gene. I'm like, no, but like, there's not, there's no way it's not something. And like, guys, the thing here is like, you can drive yourself crazy trying to do everything clean. Like literally everything yeah. has like a carcinogenic <laughs> aspect. Like yeah. you, you can go back and back and back and you will literally drive yourself nuts trying to cut everything out. What I would advise you is the things you're putting in your body every single day or on your body every single day, that's the stuff to be aware of. Yeah. Your makeup, the water you're drinking. Do not drink water do the tap, by the way. Do not drink the tap no. water. Like, just <laughs> don't. do like, not. I mean, you that's like a super basic. Up. Don't do it. Don't do it. it. Anywhere you are, you can look up what's in your tap water. It's like a government site. I don't remember what it is. Yeah. It will blow your mind. I think it's what what's in the water. Yeah, there are wonderful places in town that are so cheap to get your water in bulk. We do we and do water tree every week. We get we have a five gallon and then a smaller. Yeah, one. you yeah. do water tree. Yeah. I do blue jug. It is so easy and convenient, and it's cheap. Like just so cheap. stuff like that that you are in mass quantities putting in your body. That's the stuff I would really pay attention to. Um, otherwise like every little thing's going to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, here I am drinking. We um, can't be a martini and we cannot be a hundred percent toxic free or no. whatever. It's, it's like literally impossible, unfortunately, but, but start, you can make start, better choices. If you start small, start small, but for sure, you know, I, since I, I like randomly, you know, on Instagram last fall said something about Hashimoto's and kind of where I went. And I mean, I am not exaggerating. 20 people were like, where did you go? I need to, you know, and it's like, what's sad, but it's the reality is that girls our age and younger and some older than us too are struggling with stuff. And you're just made to believe that like, it's normal. Oh yeah. They told me with my stomach that it was stress. She's just stressed. I'm like, listen, no, it's not. No. Um, so yeah. And also if any, like I will, I am not, I'm an oversharer. I never mind telling people like clients Same. are like, if you don't mind, like, do you know what? And I'm like, I will tell you. It, I, will, I I just told you I have to do my own poop test. <laughs> I will tell you anything. Okay. Yeah. So. And my entire cancer journey is shared in my highlights on Instagram. So, yeah. so whatever. there you go. But this was a perfect time to talk about this because Dylan would be like, I have nothing He's to like, say. Cool, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink 12 yeah. Miller Lights. He's Bye. like, I've never even had heartburn. Swear it's a true thing. It's a true thing. Oh my God. So everyone can yell. Oh, we know that. that. He's a- yeah. dumpster when he I eats. know I know although then he had a he had a traumatic shoulder injury that we discussed that is he's fine I could talk about five yeah, others of those 17 <laughs> years ago um 
Okay, well, I'm glad we got to talk about that. I felt like it was important. Hopefully, we can resonate with somebody, and I'm sure we will, but this was fun. We're here to help. Next time it's just us two, we'll talk about something a little more. (laughs) A little more, like, Supergirl talk. (laughs) Like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, We will see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Waco Famous Podcast with me, Whitley, my main squeeze, Dylan, and our favorite perpetual third wheel, Ashley. We are so stoked to have you as an extension of our closest friend group and on our journey to highlight everything Waco Famous. You can find us on Instagram at Waco Famous Podcast, hashtag Waco Famous. If you have questions about the show, would like to be a guest, or advertise with us, shoot us an email at wacofamouspodcast at gmail.com. And if you like our show, please make sure you follow and subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Waco Famous Podcast is a Rogue Media Network production hosted by Dylan Holton, Whitley Holton, and Ashley Futris. Our show is produced by the man, Mike Hamilton. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.